From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Dr. Shelton Smith, and this is Making a Difference. We welcome you to our broadcast today, and thankful to the Lord that we have the privilege to be on this station at this time, five days a week, Monday through Friday, every week, and I hope that you'll plan to join us as often as you possibly can. This week, we've been looking at a basic theme found in one verse in the Bible. The word success only appears one time in the English Bible, and that time is in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, where it talks about good success. We've looked at the background, we've looked at the setting, and we're still digging into that and making application of it that will be of some help to me and to you as we walk with the Lord, serve Him, and do everything that we think we should do as a Christian. And I trust that our time together will be a help to you, and we'll look at that verse and the things around it in just a moment. Let me remind you, I look forward to hearing from you, and I trust that you will get in touch and let me know that you're hearing the broadcast. If you would like to write with a prayer request, I would be glad to receive that. Or if you would like to write and ask a question about anything you hear on the broadcast or whatever, I will be glad to respond to you. The address is P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. Or the email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. So get in touch. I'll be glad to hear from you. Now, our text for this little series that we're doing here for several days is from Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. We look at it carefully because there are some very, very good things about to happen here. And I read the verse again. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Now that promise of good success, that promise of making one's way successfully is a very powerful promise to Joshua, who is the new leader of Israel at this time in history, and to the children of Israel who have spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness making themselves ready for entrance into the promised land. After the Lord had given great instructions to Joshua, some things are about to happen. In fact, just to review briefly, the Lord gave Joshua some assurances. In verse 3 of chapter 1, he said, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. He not only gave assurances, but he gave him some allowances when he said in verse 5, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Joshua's got to be feeling pretty good about this right now, even though he may have been fearful, he may not have been secure about himself at the outset, but the Lord is giving him assurances and allowances for stepping forward and taking the leadership of the nation and doing what he needs to do. And along with that, verse 8 that I read to you a moment ago, really authorizes him to just stick with the book, stick with the word, stick with what God's told him. And he said, if you'll do that, I'm telling you things are going to come out right. And then he gives him the assignments in verses 10 and 11. Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, 
pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals, for within three days you shall pass over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you to possess it. So that's the assignment. Get yourself ready. We're going to go into the land that God has promised. Now, you're wondering, how did the people respond to this? What would they do with this new leadership and getting the word that now we are just about ready to move on close? I mean, the last leg of the journey. They're just a few miles now, a few short miles from the Jordan River, and they're going to move over there in just a little bit and get close and be ready to cross the river into the land that God has promised. How will the people respond? Well, we need not guess because the Bible tells us here in verse 16, 17, and 18 of chapter 1, they answered Joshua, that is, the people answered him, and they said, All that thou commandest us we will do. And whithersoever thou sendest us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. So the people responded, and they responded well. Now, folks, leadership should lead. Leadership has a responsibility to lead. And good leaders will lead in a good, responsible way. Joshua is following the Lord, and you never have to fear when somebody is taking orders from the Lord. If a leader does what the Lord orders him to do, the people will do well. The people have no fear going with the leader who honors the Lord, follows the Lord, believes God, and does what he says. That's what we have going on here. So Joshua steps up to lead, and the people say several things here. Notice, first of all, they said, whatever you command us to do, we will do. That's just very simple. We're going to do what you say. Why? They have confidence at this point. They know that he is building on the legacy of Moses. He is honoring the Lord, following the directions that God's given. And the result of that is they're going to follow him. And they said, not only that, wherever you send us, we will go. You just give us the directions and we're going to do it. And they said, as we hearken unto Moses in all things, so we will hearken unto thee. I mean, that's almost a carte blanche kind of authorization from the people saying, we're going to go with you. We believe in you. We're going to do what you want us to do. The one caveat, the one caveat, they said, only the Lord thy God be with thee. They were aware if we don't follow the Lord, we're going to be in trouble. After all, they've just been through 40 years really kind of like being in the penalty box because they didn't do early on what they should have done. When Caleb and Joshua brought back the good report from the promised land, they listened instead to the other 10 faithless men who brought back the negative report. So some of them apparently have learned at this point, we just need to follow the Lord and follow the man that's following the Lord. And so they make this promise. Now, there's also a very stern statement in verse 18 where they said, anybody that rebels against you, we're going to deal with him very, very harshly. In fact, there's a statement of capital punishment there. They're just saying our society is going to deal with things like it ought to be dealt with, and we're not going to put up with rebellion. So with that said, with that done, we get to chapter 2. And at chapter 2, you may remember, if you're familiar with the Bible and with this great book of Joshua, chapter 2, Joshua sends two men this time, just two. Sometimes a committee can be too big. You know that? So he sends two men 
over into the promised land to spy things out once again, just to get an update and let's see where things are right now. And those two men go over and you'll remember they wound up being sheltered in Rahab's house. And I'll not get into the details of chapter two. We'll come back to that maybe at a later time because I want you to see very quickly here where this all leads. And when they get back from that spying expedition, that covert operation into the promised land, verse 23 and 24 of chapter 2, here's what we learn. So the two men returned and came to Joshua and told him all things that befell them. And they said unto Joshua, Truly the Lord hath delivered into our hands all the land, for even all the inhabitants of the land do faint because of us. I think the word had gotten out. A lot of those folks over there knew that there were newcomers on the scene and that some things were about to change. And so they were fainting at the prospect of Israel coming into the land. So we get to chapter 3, and he gives instructions to them early in the morning, chapter 3 and verse 1. They're going to move from their location, which is just a short distance from the Jordan. They're going to move on over there right up next to the Jordan River. And the children of Israel are going to lodge there basically for just a brief period. And then they're going to pass over the land. So they move up close. And then he tells them in verse 2 and following that they're going to follow the Ark of the Covenant as it is carried across the river. Now we're about to see something pretty exciting here. Verse 2, 3, and 4, he says, When you see the Ark of the Covenant and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then shall ye remove from your place and go after it. That's pretty exciting. I mean, this river is flowing full at this point in time. The Bible says so right here in this chapter. So they are being instructed, you're going to cross, take your children, etc., and you're going to get across this river and so many, many things here to deal with. Verse number four, though, he says, we need to understand you've not passed this way before. I like that statement. He's warning them we had never done anything like this. This is a new experience for us. But then he tells them in verse 5 that you need to understand tomorrow the Lord is going to do some exciting things for us. I take a little lesson from this right here. If you and I will do today what the Lord says, our tomorrows are going to show some very special things. If we do today what's right, we do today what we ought to do, just look out because tomorrow the Lord's going to show up strong. He's going to deliver some things to us. It will be absolutely wondrous to see how the Lord works and moves if we'll just simply, by faith, do today what we haven't seen yet, but the Lord has instructed it and we will follow it. And if we'll just move by faith today, the Lord will do great wonders tomorrow. And the Lord goes ahead in verse 7 of chapter 3 and gives another pledge to the leadership. The Lord said unto Joshua this day, Will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. So, folks, yes, the leadership sometimes needs to be reassured. And the Lord gave that reassurance here, and he said, I'm going to push you forward, promote you in the eyes of the people, and they're going to follow you, and you are going to succeed in all of this. Remember what we're talking about? Good success. And the Lord tells Joshua, you're going to get this done, friend. And he does it in the kind of way that gives Joshua all of the assurance that he needs. We get down to verses 9 and 10. And Joshua says to the people, come hither 
and hear the words of the Lord your God. Now see again, I'm just looking at this leader and hear what he's saying. He's not saying do what I say do. He's saying do what the Lord says do. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you and that he will without fail drive out from before you all of these that are inhabiting the land presently. And so he told them to take the Ark of the Covenant and let the priests, the Levites, take it into the water And as they took it into the water, he told them in advance, the water will part. It'll stand up on a heap. And verses 13 and 14 and 15 tell us that wonderful story. And when they started out by faith, they took the Ark of the Covenant into the water. The waters stood on heap. I mean, it was like the Red Sea all over again. And the whole nation of Israel walks across dry shod. I mean, they get across this river the water stands still and allows them to get across. Dear friends, there is nothing like it. When God speaks, the leadership leads and the faithful follow, and the Lord is able to do what He and He alone can do. There are things that need to be done in my life, in your life, that we could never accomplish without the Lord's help. The Lord shows Himself strong here. He delivers what He has promised. He always honors His Word. We know that. It's simply a matter for us to follow And he said, take the Ark of the Covenant, and when it starts into the river, you just follow. And they did, and they got across on dry ground. So you and I are on good ground when we listen to the Lord. We get with godly leadership, and every single day, we just take the steps that we ought to take as the Lord honors. And that is the formula for good success. And when this passage promises, then thou shalt have good success. I like the sound of that. Sometimes we have failure and we learn from it, but failure ought not to be the norm in our life. We ought to be succeeding as a Christian, and the Lord's help will enable us to get there if we'll just follow what He says. I love it when we get things right and the Lord does what only He can do. Well, folks, listen, I'm delighted to be with you each day. I hope you'll join me right here again tomorrow, and we will be looking forward to a good time together. In the meantime, please write me a note. Let me know that you're hearing the broadcast. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith, at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. Or if you choose to use email, that address is radio at swordofthelord.com. I look forward to hearing from you, so do get in touch right away. And until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of this day, and goodbye for now.